Better days are coming, a new day will rise. Better days are here right now, just open up your eyes. But it's never worked before. I find myself throughout life saying that many times. We've been discussing steps I took to actually lose weight. I I lost it slowly. took about two years. I'm on the second year now, and I'm down about 30 pounds. But it had never worked before. I had been trying to lose weight for years. We've done three of the steps that I took. One was to make the decision one more time to try and lose weight, although I changed my mindset a little. Instead of losing, just losing weight, I wanted to feel better and have more energy and vitality throughout the day. A result of trying to get more energy and vitality was I lost weight. So I decided to, I chose one thing because I couldn't focus on 10 things, right? In the past, I'd completely overhauled my eating habits, um, decided I was going to work out vigorously maybe for an hour a day or five days a week, whatever. I always had too many things to try and fit into my day. So instead, I chose one thing that I thought would work and just committed to doing that one thing every day. And for me, that was walking 10,000 steps a day. The third thing we had to do was really focus on getting that one thing done, right? I had to make sure I did that every day and just trusted because it wasn't a fast process. I had to trust one more time that that was, that was going to work. Now, how long do I trust in something like that and know it's not working, right? How many years have you gone to the gym and maybe had your treadmill protocol, but you still haven't lost those 20 pounds? As a matter of fact, you maybe gained four. Is that working for you is the question. Has your body gotten too used to that protocol? So I had to move one more time, trust in the process, but I also had to be able to measure. I had to see progress and I had to see it consistently. So if I had started walking 10,000 steps a day and after the first month, let's say, let's give it 30 day tryout. And I had to be honest, was I really walking to 10,000 steps a day? If I was, and I gained two pounds or stayed the same, is 10,000 steps a day going to work for me? I think I told myself after a month, if I see no progress with what I'm doing, then I need to change that one thing. Right then, I might need to walk 12,000 steps a day, or I might have to decide I'm going to 
drink even more water. I would have to come up with something new that would show me I was making progress. What did I do to see what kind of set points did I put that I would know I was making progress? Well, I knew I wanted more energy and vitality endurance, if you will, throughout my day so that I didn't burn all my energy in one hour workout and feel logy the rest of the day. Wanted energy and vitality to go through my whole day. Question one, Rachel, do you feel good? Do you feel energized? Is the energy lasting the entire day, right? That was one of my markers. Could I see that? Could I feel that? I frown on this as a trainer. I frowned on this a lot in the past, but I decided if I stand on that scale at least five days a week around the same time every day, which I chose early in the morning, I could see the effects of, did I eat poorly yesterday? Was it a bad idea to have a slice of pizza past six o'clock last night? And surprisingly, I could actually see and make the correlation that having pizza after seven o'clock was a bad idea because the next day I will have gained a couple of pounds. And I noticed that when I didn't eat after say six o'clock, I would actually be able to go down a pound most days or a half a pound. So weighing myself consistently, not fanatic in a fanatical way, but it gave me interesting information. So some of my markers, was I having more energy? Was I waking up in the morning more easily? And before bed at night, was I not totally exhausted, but just ready to rest? Weighing myself and saying, gee, is eating late at night a bad idea for Rachel? And it was. I also have a, a thing that I've done throughout my lifetime to see, because the next problem would be if 10,000 steps was too strenuous for my body right now. We don't think of that, but sometimes we overwork our body and then it can't repair itself at night or while we're at rest. So in the morning, I would take my resting heart rate. I knew my heart rate in the morning, because you check it a few days, right? Before I started the program, was maybe between 64 and 66 beats a minute. Resting heart rate was just taking my pulse for one minute before I got out of bed in the morning, before I got started. If I could maintain that 62, 64, then I was not probably overworking my body. I found that when I do overwork my body in the morning, my resting pulse might be 70 beats or 72 beats a minute. So that was something I was watching for. The beauty of it is if your body's getting stronger, you may actually lower that pulse. You may get 60 beats a minute. So that was another marker. And I didn't do that every day, but once a week, I would check my resting pulse. Those are just a few ideas and what I chose to look at because it was easy and fairly quick to do. So while I was doing those markers, was I consistently still going down a pound or a half a pound? 
Was my heart rate getting better or at least staying even, my resting heart rate? How was my weight in the morning? Right? Was I seeing, again, like I was losing a little bit. Did I wake up easily without my alarm? And I was. And when I went to bed at night, was I not totally exhausted, but just ready for a peaceful night's sleep? Progress and seeing it consistently is key. I knew over time that the 10,000 steps may not work anymore. And then, but then it would be a habit and I could add a different focus item. For instance, I changed jobs about midway through this process. And my new job was walking between 14,000 and 18,000 steps a day, which is quite a bit over my 10,000. I worked 12 hour shifts. So on my days off, I found that 10,000 steps was a little more than my body could take after doing those 12 hour shifts. Cause I'm not 20 anymore. Now I had to change my focus a little. It didn't mean I couldn't do the total steps a week, right? That I was doing. So early on, I was doing 10,000 steps a day, which would be 70,000 steps at the end of a week. Now what I had to do was say, I'm doing between 14 and 18,000 steps a day, three to four days a week. What do I need to do on my days off to still get to the 70,000 steps a day? Right. So we might need to play with this a little bit, but again, we're still focusing on that one thing because things come up and we need to be able to move slightly in a different direction or in a new way. Martial arts, I've studied um, various martial arts through the years. Fascinating, right? Because a lot of times we want to flail and overmove and overadjust. And one thing out of many things that martial arts taught me is the slightest step, the slightest move can keep you from getting stagnant or getting hit as the case may be. Small adjustments over time can lead to massive results. If we just stick with the process, continue the practice. Most really, really, really good athletes or really, really, really good musicians Practice the basics over and over and over again. And what appears like in one day, they are awesome. It actually was hours and hours and hours of practice that we didn't see or hear them. They did it on their own. And one day it looks like they just arrived at their calling.
but they didn't. It was a journey. They had hard days practicing where it just wasn't working. And then they practiced again. And when the moment came for them in the game for the great play or in the music for the onstage performance, it just flowed like their gift was just in them all along. And it was, it was in them all along. It's in you all along, but you must cultivate it. You must practice it. You must work the process and trust in the process over and over and over again. We're just coming off Thanksgiving. And I think of the many, many things that I'm grateful for. Family and friends, of course. Loving pets that we bring into our home. Beautiful scenery and the blessing I have to be able to see it. And to, to just stop and notice it. Today I'm looking at a beautiful blue sky. Some crows are flying by. Snow on the trees, snow on the ground. Very sunny. And I'm grateful that I have a moment in the day when I can stop and see it. And share it with you. Even though it's just in... In voice, I can build the picture for you, the beautiful blue sky with every once in a while a little white puffy cloud, snow drifting off the pine trees outside my window. You can almost see it. You can almost feel it. Do you, so Thanksgiving, I take time and I try to do this. I try to be grateful every single day. Thanksgiving gives it a little more light brings it a little more into view. It makes me stop and say, am I really doing that? Am I giving myself the time I need to explore where I'm at and where I'm headed? Thanksgiving is a, a time when I can be discouraged, a little depressed, a little down, a little disgusted at all the things I didn't do this year, right? Because we're getting close to the end of a, another year. I'm looking at all the things I didn't achieve instead of focusing on maybe the things that I did. But what I will say about discouragement, disgust, defeat, when you're feeling that way, you are just getting to the point of a new day, of being willing to try new things, of a new beginning, a new way of thinking, and a new way of moving. Therein lies, right, the rub. It's a difficult time of year because it's almost, we mark it as an end of a year. And yet it's exhilarating and fills me with excitement of what a new year could bring, might bring, and will bring if I can just stick with my process.
So I droned on and on and on and on about being able to chart your progress and to be consistent with progress and whatever it is you're trying to achieve, whatever it is you want that's new and different in your life. And knowing that you, in order to find new and different, you're going to have to change the way you think about things, the way you move about things. Something's got to change. And it's not probably going to be the world around you. You need to find whatever it is it's going to take to get you to move slightly in a different direction. I like to take time every day and I would say to you, this would be a great thing for all of us to do. And I talk about me a lot because right now I haven't got feedback from people trying some of the things I've said. I want you to know though, I want this podcast to be about you and to be about me, to be about us. So I need your ideas for change. I need your ideas for how it's working for you. I need you to let me know if you're trying this and this is what's working for you so that we can make it bigger and tell more people. I don't want it to be just about Rachel. I tell you about me because right now that's the only reference point I have. When you start responding, when you start calling, when you start letting me know, then we'll make it about us. And we'll help each other through this process. So if you're feeling the same or feeling different but uneasy, let me know. And I will leave you with this thought of what I do each day. And I would implore you to do. I don't know if it's a meditation, but it's a a stillness of sorts. I don't care if you're laying down, if you're cross-legged, if you're sitting down, if you're standing. But take a moment and imagine around you the waters, you're by the river, and the waters are stirring up, and the wind is blowing, and the trees are waving. It's a massive, massive wind. And we all know what happens. This is the the storms in life, right, too? It brings a lot of junk from the bottom to the surface. Can you just see the dirt in the river? The sootiness, the discoloration. Now I'm going to ask you, um, during all of this, can you stop? Just stop and let the storm settle. And let the dirt and the silk that was on the water, right? Because it's going to take a while to settle again. And when it settles, can you let just a little bit more of that dirt and gunk go? Now you're prepared for a new thought, a new movement, and a new beginning. Take time for stillness and to let the junk settle and leave so that you then have a clear view again. I'm thinking about working on another project because I do these things and we'll talk about this in other podcasts. It's called Journey On. May you never truly arrive because in the end, 
It's the journey that makes us feel alive. It's the ups and the downs. Can we make the ups and downs a little less? But there's always going to be happiness, joy, sadness, tiredness. That's what keeps us going. It's all a circular motion. So journey on. But may you never truly arrive and stop trying to be the best that you can be. This is Rachel Hamilton saying, live more of what you love. And thank you for joining me today.